Welcome to Movie Countdown. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Movie Countdown. This is season one, Vegas, where we're going to watch, debate, and rank uh, the 20 movies that Tommy Boy over here and I drafted on our last episode. So my name is Ryan Lehman. I'm going to walk us through our first movie today in a minute. Um, if a little bit background on me. I love movies. Um, love all different kinds of genres of movies, but have a very special place in my heart for the city of Las Vegas and movies yes. and movies that are, are uh, taking place there. That noise in the background is my horny cat. Sorry about that. And that uh, could be a movie. Yeah, my horny cat. <laughs> and we have a Vegas trip coming up, so uh, we wanted to get this in before we go to Vegas. So we're gonna make a, an episode every other day with me is my traveling companion, my boyfriend, as my girlfriend likes to call him, Tommy Corellis. Tommy, tell him about yourself. Hey, folks. Uh, I actually go by Tommy Chairs. All right. And he's actually my companion because he's flying on my companion pass. That is true. But. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of do the movies that Ryan hates, so like horror, uh, action, like Steven Seagal and things like that. So wow, we really put the free in freeloader this time. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna get right to it to our first movie, which is Diamonds Are Forever. James Bond. Do 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 This was Tommy's first. Uh, first round pick, and the reason we're doing it first is we're going in date order to see if the or see how much the strip has changed, how much downtown has changed uh, in the past. Well, we have a forty year span from our first movie to 1971. our last. Yeah, all the way back to nineteen seventy one. Uh, to get started. Now, a little bit of background information. By the way, that's 50 years. Uh, he can't do 50 math. 50 years, right. Wow. I'm really on a math. Wow. His owner will say, wow. <laughs> that's the wow. Uh, the, what is Westgate. The, Westgate. Wow yes. rewards. Wow. Wow rewards. All right. So, Sean Connery did five James Bonds before this movie. Then they did a sixth where he wasn't in it. And then he came back to do this one. Diamonds are forever. Uh, this is from 1971. Um, first thing I want to point out about this movie, I've really only seen the newer ones. I have my dad used to watch the older ones constantly, so I kind of, you know, blocked it out. But Connery's pretty badass. I, I really enjoy him as James Bond. Uh, the opening of this movie is really cool. He all you do is hear his voice as he's. Like, where's Bullfield? Yeah. He's systematically going through bad guys, moving up the chain to get to Bullfield. And you had to tell me why he hates Bullfield so much. Yeah, so that was his... Uh, I mean, that's been his moral enemy since um, the second movie. Um, but uh, in the movie before, uh, Her Majesty's Secret Service, which is actually the one with George Lazenby, uh, both, that's the only movie where James Bond gets married. And then at the end of that movie, Bullfield kills his wife. Um, and then drives off and everything, so he's on like this crazy rampage terror. Though they never mention it in Diamonds Are Forever, but they kind of want to separate it a little bit from the other ones. But um, this is actually the last movie he plays Bond in this series. He does come back and play Bond like 10 years later and never say never say never again. So that was a later movie. But, there was um, actually two Bonds that came out in the same year, 1983, including that one. So that wasn't in the same 
series? No, he kind of separated that out. Uh, there's a running joke like he says he'll never play Bond again, and that's why they call it Never Say Never Again. Yeah, so. got it. Nice. Um, all right, so the, the opening's real cool, and I got to point out one part that I thought was really interesting. So he fi- finds his way to a girl in, is it Morocco? I don't know. Anyway, she's on the beach. And she's laying there in a in a bikini sunbathing, and she kind of rolls half over and goes, "Can I help you with anything?" And uh, you know, sexual innuendo as as a James Bond movie would have. And he goes, uh, "In can you do it in Connery?" He says, uh, "What does he say?" I'm going to take something off your chest. I'm going to take something off your chest. And he, in one fucking motion, reaches behind her, unclasps her bra, and then uses it, brings it around her neck, and starts to choke her to get the information of where this <laughs> yeah. Bofeld guy is. And I'm like, holy shit, this is kind of a badass movie. I didn't I didn't recognize, I realized that's what I was getting in for here. So he finds his way to Bofeld. Bofeld? Blofeld? Is that how we Blofeld. say it? Ernest Stavro Blofeld. <laughs> and basically, he immediately kills him. Like, in the terrible way. Like, is that acid that he throws him into? He's like hot wax. Oh, okay, yeah. So he hits him on the back after diving out of a, a knife blow and uh, just throws him in the hot wax. And it's uh, it was pretty crazy. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's the end of Blofeld. Uh, now, I want to point out a couple things. One, what's your opinion on acting in this movie? Oh, the acting was forced. Okay, the acting is is rough. Like <laughs> everything is like they're either yelling it or they're like pushing lines <laughs> or it's I don't know. It's almost like wait. <laughs> it's on the bond girls like uh, plenty of tool. Like, yeah. oh, plenty, plenty of tool. We've oh, got plenty. That's for sure. <laughs> now, is that that's the girl he meets at the at the craps game? Right? Yeah. Okay, and then she's throwing craps for him. And because this is a Vegas podcast here for season one, she immediately craps out. Like in the (laughs) minimum amount of turns you could possibly have. So she is terrible fucking luck. All his money. Yet somehow he cashes out and then gives her money like he wins or something. (laughs) I don't know. And uh, he ends up sleeping with her. All right. And then I thought this was hilarious. This is my favorite line in the movie. So... Um, all was, I don't know where he is. Washroom, maybe. Maybe he's in the bathroom. I don't fucking know. He comes out, and these goons are in the room, and they throw plenty out the window. Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. She goes down like five floors and slams into a pool. So Bond goes to the window and goes, hey, nice shot. <laughs> and they go, I didn't know there was a pool down there. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And then he walks into the room. And the girl is in there, the the ringleader. And Tiffany basically, Case. yeah, Tiffany Case. He goes from sleeping with this girl to this other girl, Case, uh, having her thrown out the window. And then he immediately ends up fucking her. Yeah. There's like no pause. Like he's not like, oh, you just threw my girlfriend out the, out a window. Or this girl I just met out the window. Nope, he just sleeps with her. Like he's like... He even makes a line about it, and, and like he's like, "Well, I guess it's not all bad." And then like, they, it's just presumed they have sex. Like I may be fifty years old, but I don't need recovery time. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was great. Um, okay, so next thing we want to get into is, which I want to mention, the you know one of those guy, one of the goons that comes yeah. in, one of the guys that work the Fujiro Power. One of them is Sid Haig, which is the clown from. Uh-huh. Uh, um, 
uh, what's a House of a Thousand Corpses. So he's right. in every like Rob Zombie movie. He's gonna come up later in our movie draft, Sid Haig. Nice. So I didn't know. I didn't. I, I've seen this movie you know, a couple times, uh, but this is the first time. I'm like, wait a minute, is that Sid Haig? I'm like, it's got to be because it sounds just like him. So I thought that was cool. But of course, I was like him, 200 pounds lighter than he was. Uh, is he the bigger uh, guy? Or, no, he's the. He's the um, smaller guy, right? Uh, he was like the one that kind of like talked like a mobster. Okay, yeah, okay. So now we end up at Circus Circus, which Tommy and I have had so many funny uh, memories and, and experiences at. Uh, <laughs> if you are a big Vegas fan um, and you've not played at Circus Circus, or if you have, I want Tommy to run down the hilarious rules that uh, Circus Circus has when you're playing Ultimate Hold'em or, or uh, it could even be Blackjack, I'm sure. What What's different at Circus Circus compared to every other casino? Circus Circus, first of all, I had tetanus when I got out, <laughs> when I left from Circus Circus. No, we were playing Blackjack there, and all of a sudden, the lights were flickering out. I'm like, I told, I even told Ryan, I'm like, this place is such a shithole. And I had to came and get the, the lights yeah. running. And the next time I get Blackjack. Oh, it was then, Blackjack. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh! Four to one blackjack. I'm like, how did I get that? The dealer's like, oh, when the lights flicker, it's four to one blackjack. I'm like, what? I thought that was a problem with electricity or something. Yeah, and didn't they have some kind of crazy? That was so funny. But didn't they have some kind of crazy dealing for ultimate too? Yeah, so for all, uh, so ultimate hold'em, they're supposed to deal like Texas hold'em, but they um they dealt everybody a card and then they threw yeah. away three cards. Yes. Like, what did he? What, what are you guys doing? And then they got everyone else another card. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Why are you... Usually you just get two cards, yeah. two cards, two cards. Like, why are you guys doing that way? The guy's like, this is how they taught us how to play or how to deal. Like, what? This is great. So, yeah, Circus Circus has been fun. In fact, last time we just, or the last trip I was on with you was for my daughter's 21st birthday. So it was her first time in Vegas. I took her to Circus Circus just to show it to her because um, she hears all these stories. And we literally had to go right from there. We got a cab. Took us right to the emergency room because <laughs> my daughter was so thing. sick. So I didn't link it to Circus Circus until now, but it probably didn't help. We'll uh, say I don't know what the I don't know what happened to Circus Circus, but watch Circus Circus in the movie. I'm like, what happened to Circus Circus? It looks actually pretty yeah. damn cool. You're playing yeah. you're uh, in the movie. You know they're playing blackjack. They've got trapeze artists. It's like a gorilla cave or like yeah. a cave of wonders. Yeah. I don't know what the hell what that was. was, but I'm like. What happened? There's like water balloons. They have and... not done one dollar in renovations. <laughs> like no. not one. Where, I want to know where this room is. It's Circus Circus. <laughs> where all this stuff is. I walk because you're walking down. It's just run down shitty ass casino. Oh, but yeah. in this move, but in the movie, like back in '71, it's like it's like amazing. Right. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, and real quick, just to backtrack, there's a scene where so how we get what he's doing is he's paid to bring these diamonds into our country. So he goes into the LA airport because I guess they can't get into uh, Vegas directly. And he's got to have this guy who he's already killed in this pretty cool uh, elevator fight scene. I thought that was kind of oh, cool. Peter Franks. Yeah. And uh, so he's got to, he puts the diamonds in him. So once he gets um, uh, burnt, oh, you know, what, what is that called? What's wrong with me? Where you burn a dead person. Um, you don't know what Cremate. Yeah. Cremated, thank you. Where he gets cremated and it comes into all diamonds. So they knock him out and then they throw him in a box to get cremated. That scene was kind of kind of ridiculous. I was I, that was pretty real. But then they save him because they realize the diamonds are fake. 
Okay, I don't understand where he would have hid the real diamonds. I don't. How did that get through? How did that happen? Well, the real diamond. Uh, there's a joke in there when he brings a Felix lighter. Yeah, and he goes, uh, "Elementary, not elementary." He goes, "Elementary, dear Washington." Which elementary is like? Um, it's like a doctor thing, like uh, for digestion. So they made it. Ah. They made they put the they put it in like this the the, the dead body's digestive system, but. Um, Right, but That's those, those but, ended up being fake. Right? right, the FBI had the real ones. Ah. Felix Leiter and them had the real ones. And then uh, they wanted to trap whoever, whether White, okay. whatever his name is. And yeah. so, uh, Who I think is definitely a take on Howard Hughes, right? Yes. He's like the rich guy that nobody sees. Whether White. Yeah, and he ends up being a pretty cool character. But I get, we got to talk about this. What the fuck is going on with this moon scene? All of a sudden, he's on. Are they saying that the moon landing was fake? Yeah. So like, back then, there was like uh, there was a bunch of uh, people like your son who thought the moon lake moon landing was fake, and okay. they, they thought that so they're doing a parody of the fake moon landing because it was like the running joke uh, back then in the in the in the early seventies, I guess. Okay, so that was a joke because yeah. I, and, but that machine he gets on is pretty real. It's out running cars. Yeah, the, the doom buggy yeah. thing. <laughs> it's like smashing through a wall at one yeah. point. It was, it was pretty crazy. But I'll be honest, the car chase in this scene was also in this movie was pretty cool. I actually enjoyed it uh, for being way back then, fifty years ago. It was pretty amazing. Um, and I also yeah, doom buggy part. Well, that one, and then he's also in a car. And, and it, this that was the best. My that was my favorite part of the movie when they're doing the chase down on the Fremont, and they're yes. chasing down Fremont. And so um, you can see a lot of the old casinos, like the Mint, that doesn't exist anymore. Right. And then um, when they're going down, you know, the chase is like a darker end, and you can see it, a casino being constructed. That's Plaza. Oh. And then before that is a bunch of dark stuff, which there's nothing there. But then eventually that's like uh, Circa and the D and uh, all those will down there. Uh, or maybe not the D. Um, I know Circa and uh, what's over there? California that is now. Yeah. Well, all, the, all the ones right by uh, Plaza down there. Sure. So it's kind of interesting scene, like all dark then. And, uh, I enjoyed the scene where he shoots the, uh, the grappling gun. And then he's outside of the hotel, climbing to a different room. And behind him, you can see the Vegas strip lights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you're saying that's that not Fremont. the strip that was... that's Fremont? Yeah. That long? Wow. Okay, cool. But um, It looked like there's a lot of lights out there. Because back then, uh, there wasn't too many casinos. I mean, you could see, like, shots. I mean, the White House, you know, that they right. do it in is actually the international then. But now it's Westgate. That's crazy. Uh, and then you can see the dunes on there, which is uh, they shoot a shot of the dunes, and that's actually Bellagio now. And the gas station that they do it is still there in Vegas, the same gas station. So that's uh, really cool. I think it's an Arco, whatever uh, it's called. And it's the same name and everything. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting seeing uh, how barren the strip is and uh, compared to what it is now. So eventually, when we go through all these movies, you can see. Casinos and stuff added built up, and yeah, eventually right. go from the Fremont to the Strip for the movies. That's fantastic. We should actually try to get a clip of each one and like compare them as it goes along. Um, okay, we got to get to this. I don't. Is there a Blofeld in the new in the Daniel Craig versions of? Yeah, uh, he comes out. I think in, I want to say Inspector. Is it Javier Bardot? Is it no? Um, I don't remember the actor that does okay. it, but he's in. He's uh, he comes up in uh, Spectre. Okay. And shows that he's running everything. 
Oh, all right, cool. So he I, does make a return. <clears throat> so he, here's where I thought this movie gets bananas. <laughs> okay, all of a sudden he goes into a room, and there's three, maybe four Blofelts in the room, <laughs> and it's like in. He thinks he can. He realizes how he can get them is based on which one the kitty goes to. So once the kitty starts walking to a particular Blofeld, he kicks the cat at him <laughs> and then shoots him in the head again with the grappling gun. And the death scene of that guy was so stupid. He gets shot in the head and then he goes, oh, <laughs> and then he just falls back on the most comfy couch yeah. you could ever fall on. And he's laying there and then immediately... The real Blofeld starts talking to him. Like, he has no fucking fear that James Bond, who has killed every guy he's thrown at him, he's murdered other Blofelds. <laughs> All of a so sudden, weird. he's just fine. And what happens to the other Blofelds? He doesn't, like, go through them and just murder them all. Well, the easiest way to uh, distinguish between them is because the real Blofelds, the only one that calls him Bond, and the fake ones are the ones that call him 007. Ah, okay. I did not get that. I like that. Uh, and then here's something else. So... He doesn't kill him at this point, uh, Bond, because somehow now he got the upper hand on him. And that they take him out and throw him in a uh, piping, like they're, for a sewer system that they're building. Yeah, what kind? I don't know what they were trying to how it, they were trying to kill him. I'm yeah, not really weird. sure. And then he make Bond makes friends with a rat, <laughs> and then all of a sudden this some machine comes at them, and it's like electrocuting everything. And the only thing I could think. Is that um, this is how he learned how to jump through the fan in that Con Air scene? I'm sorry, not Con Air, uh, the, rock oh, the Rock scene where he jumps perfectly through because he jumps because that thing has kind of got a propeller spinning and zapping. He jumps perfectly through <laughs> to get on this thing. It was just, uh, I don't know, it was a lot. It was a lot. So the movie I liked, and then it's going downhill quickly for me. Um, and I will say, I, I think maybe I'm not intelligent enough. For James Bond plots, I don't know. I was like, "Am there's I a, too stupid for this?" Like, a lot. There's a there's a thing called like the James Bond plot that they all James Bond formula that all that a lot of the movies, old movies, follow. Uh, so okay, because I'm 42 and I felt like a lot of the jokes are like, you know, I don't know, like, <laughs> like the end was like, oh, he when you uh, when he throws one of the henchmen, he's like, oh, he pretty much he left his. Left his tail between his legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those two henchmen guys, the the gay henchmen guys. That yep. was a. They were gay. Okay, I couldn't. Yeah, they were like holding hands. Sure. And stuff. Oh, they were. Okay, I, I think they did. And the a one lot guy of... said that the lady is attractive, Mr. Quint. And then he looks at him. Yeah, good call. Good call. The funny thing is, they were actually straight, but they convinced Sean Connery that they were that they were actually homosexual. And then uh, one time, like I think years later, Sean Connery sees him, one of the actors. On a plane, and he's flirting with a woman, and he, he and he goes behind. He's like, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, so two other things I want to talk about. One in this movie, what it taught me is that slot machines are super easy to win. You win every time. <laughs> yeah, right? even, even then, yeah. did you show the part to your girlfriend? Because uh, your girlfriend's a big elephant fan. Right. So did you show the yes. part where the elephant oh, yeah. is she playing the slot it. machine oh, yeah. and the elephant wins? I'm she, like, what? She was so mad at me for renting this movie. $4. <laughs> like, and, and then, yeah, the elephant wins in slots. Uh, Q comes up with a way to cheat on slots. Oh, yeah. So every poll is I want that. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, and then the second thing. I mean, where do they get the idea to put in two girls who basically kick James Bond's ass 
by doing gymnastics. <laughs> Bambi and, and then Thumper. name them Bambi and Thumper. <laughs> and they're literally like, I mean, I'm not talking just a little gymnastics. They're she's behind the couch, flip, 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 <laughs> flip, flip, flip. It was so <laughs> ridiculous. And they're just destroying James Bond yeah. for most of it until they get him in the water and for somehow he he gets the upper hand and then he's just dunking them in for way too long. There's at least three to five scenes of him slapping a woman, um, <laughs> hitting a woman. Uh, and, and at the very end, we'll, we'll jump to the end now of this movie, um, he needs to get a cassette tape because the cassette tape is what is guidance for these missiles because I'm going to have yeah. to ask you about this part of the plot in a second. But he walks up to her, just shoves it in the back of her bikini, yeah. basically just touching her ass, grabbing her ass, and goes, bitch. He yeah, goes, like, bitch. Now all your problems are behind you. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I get, I've heard James Bond is chauvinistic and all that stuff for a while. Showing too like, much cheek. Yeah, like, this girl's helping him. And I get, like, he's trying to pretend like they're not friends here. But he's like, bitch. And I'm like, yeah. oh, man. Okay, so how does this get from diamonds, all right? The whole movie's about these diamonds. All of a sudden at the end, Blofeld is now blowing up submarines. <laughs> He's destroying missile bases like it's it, by overheating them with the satellite. What did the diamonds have to do with this satellite? They're running on diamonds? Yeah, the diamonds, uh, I guess, uh, they're on the satellite. I guess they uh, conduct the heat or something. I don't know. I, I'm not that scientific to uh, know, but I guess... I'm sure there's an explanation. I feel but, like um, you don't know. I don't feel like no one knows. No one knows. But, I don't uh, think the director It provides... Knows. I thought they said that. I don't remember. I thought it provides some type of... I don't know. Uh, it, diamond okay. power. Fair enough. Uh, and then... I mean, how do you think Diamond Dallas Page is a diamond cutter <laughs> in WCW? He's made out of diamonds. Uh, is... Is... Uh, Blofeld. Is he... Is Dr. Evil... Uh, knockoff version yes, of him, a comedy that. version of him. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. That's what I thought. My girlfriend said she thought so too. <laughs> uh, I thought he made a funny joke when he said, "If they destroyed Kansas, no one would hear about it for months." Uh, also, because <laughs> well, yeah. you see it older uh, Bond movies, he's actually bald, like ah. he is like um, the uh, like Doctor Evil. Uh, Donald Pleasant plays um, Donald Pleasant. Yeah, he plays nice. uh, both of in one of them. I can't remember which one it was. Halloween franchise, yeah. if you don't know. And then, uh, why the fuck does he give Bond a tour of his whole laboratory, telling him exactly how it works? <laughs> That's the Bond formula. I don't. That is the Bond formula. Oh, That's God. where they get all that stuff from. Like the bad guys always explain how they're, what they're going to do. <laughs> they give them a tour before they try killing them, and they always have to kill them in in the most creative ways. I mean, there's at least four or five times both of them could have been like. Bam! All right, yeah, you're done. Yeah, exactly. Like, I win. I win the plans. It, but no, it seemed to me like that 1960s Batman show. <laughs> like there's a lot of similarities in there. And then they're supposed to be taking over the world, destroying Washington D.C. But yet, I believe it's three, maybe four helicopters. Like totally kick this base's ass. Like they're just <laughs> they're shooting at it. I'm like they can't stop a few helicopters. <laughs> I don't. It was it was bananas. Um. All right. And then, how do they end up killing Blofeld? Or they don't. Well, they put him in the. They have. He, he tries to escape in that little submarine right. thing. And they got him on the crane. Yeah, and they just start hitting him stuff. Uh, I think at the end of the plot, they weren't sure if they were gonna kill him off or not. Um, but he appears in other movies. Okay. So I think okay. I'm trying to. The last time he appears is a Roger Moore movie, and he like gets picked up in like a. I can't. All these movies blend together. I can't remember right, the titles right. of it, but um, 
he picks him up in like uh when he's in like a wheelchair or something and like uh he drops him down this huge you know pipe thing and uh that's the end of blofeld you don't see him again until the um because he's not in any of the pierce Brosnan ones so you don't see him again until the um damn gray yeah yeah i and another thing is that ship that he gets into like how dumb is this design? I thought it was just gonna shoot him into the water, but no, they had to slowly pick him up. Like at any time, one of those helicopters could have just shot him. And what I noticed is his ship looks exactly like Ant Man's mask, <laughs> doesn't it? Like, I'm like dead on. Uh, okay, well, I mean, I think, I think that's about it for the for the movie as far as running through it. Uh, I did write down the casinos that were in there. We saw the Riviera which I really miss. I enjoyed that. Uh, Casino Sands, which I believe is Sands the one that they destroy at the end of Con Air. And not, I know it's not called Sands in the movie, but in real life, don't they blow that up? Oh, it might be for Sands. The movie. It's Sands or Dunes. Or Dunes. Dunes is the next one. Landmark, International, Tropicana, Landmark. Mint, which you mentioned, and finally Circus Circus. Circus Circus. Uh, so, and, then gonna... the, and then the uh, special effects were kind of... Yeah. They're probably kind of the one of the lower ones of all the Bond movie, Mad movies, and the reason that was because uh, they had to pay Sean Connery so much money mm-hmm. to come back, and so they like, oh, we'll just take it away from some of the special effects. Yeah. Do you think it's worth it? Because you got paid like a million dollars, which was un- right. unheard of, right. and like they said, half the time they had to wait on scenes because he was cashing out money. From gambling and slime, she's like, "Hold on, money penny, I've got to go cash in my real money pennies." Does he call them money penny? I don't know. Like he doesn't even learn their names; he just calls them by the script names. Uh, okay, so here's my thoughts. Since this is your movie, I'm gonna go first, and then you can defend it or agree with me if you want. No, uh, it's a ranking system. Okay, a ranking system. So since we're doing Vegas, I want to introduce a Vegas style ranking. Um, obviously, the main focus of this is to put them uh, from one through twenty. And then we'll see who has the best movie, who had the better draft. Um, but just to start off, I would like to put them, we'll give them an ace if, if we think they're great right now. Uh, a king if it's a good movie um, and we enjoyed it. A queen if it's kind of a bad movie and it, you know not one we'd want to watch again. And a jack is just terrible <laughs> bullshit. I'm pretty sure I have a couple of jacks <laughs> yeah, on my list. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know you like to torture me, so I'm, I'm sure you do. Uh, but this movie, I gave a queen. Um, actually, in the first half hour, I would have said King, even maybe maybe it could have been Ace, if the plot would have continued on being as dy- more dynamic as it was. And I was I was getting it. There were some funny lines. Uh, he was kind of ruthless or brutal, I would say, um, trying to get his man. But once he got on this diamond mission, it was like almost a complete sh- switch. And he was kind of cartoonish and... I lost a little bit of interest moving forward in that part. All in all, though, it's not a terrible movie. I doubt this will be towards the bottom of the list of our 20 crazy <laughs> Vegas movies. Um, but I'm going to start it with The Queen. Go ahead. It's your movie. Defend it. Uh, I'll go with The King. Um, <clears throat> I know the plot gets kind of convoluted, especially with, you know, why is Worldwide just hanging out in that house? <laughs> <laughs> with Bambi and Thumper. And, you know, like, are they, if they're bad, then why they attack people? I don't know. That kind of part was weird. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm Werner White. And he's, that whole voice boxing was kind of weird. Yes. yes. Like, oh, you know how you, can, you talk like him? Oh, you definitely got to be Willer White. <laughs> but uh, it follows a Bond formula really good. So if you're yeah. not familiar with the Bond formula, like, oh, 
But uh, as far as the Bond formula movies, it's one of the better ones. Um, the fighting scenes are really good. Yeah. Um, so a lot better than a lot of the other uh, fighting scenes. A lot, of, a lot of the fighting scenes with Bond get a little corny, but the fighting scenes in this one are good. Um, just about as good as the ones he does with Jaws and stuff. But I really like the... Uh, Not the, the shark. The, yeah, the, the villain. Bond villain. But I really like the uh, Vegas aspects, especially that chase on the uh, in the uh, Fremont. That was just that, that was, was the really best good. part. That was yeah, really cool. It was really cool. Except not sure how he got into two wheels inside inside that alleyway. That was a little no, weird. That was. But uh, I just enjoyed watching all the uh, you know old casinos and stuff, and you can see like, oh, where's the plaza? It's not there yet. You know, everything's still being yeah. built. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's why I'm gonna go with uh, the king. The king rating. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, right now this movie's number one on our list because the yeah, only one we've seen. Uh, we're gonna be back in two days with the next movie, which is also a draft pick of yours. It's Midnight Run. It was made in 1988. Uh, so watch that if you want to um, follow us along in two nights. But do you have a real quick idea of what that movie's about? Uh, well, this was the last my last pick of the draft because I wasn't sure how to pick this one. It was between that and Mars Attacks. Um, well, but... You already made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that movie sucks. I don't know about this one. But I don't know how much is because that one Mars Attacks probably is like destruction all around the world. So uh, this I think Midnight Run. Um, I think the end of it's like in Vegas, the last 10 or 15 minutes, but the guy, the bad guy is a Las Vegas mob boss, so they keep going, they kind of go back and forth, like, um, when he's talking on the phones and stuff, is one of my friend, my buddy George was telling me. Okay. But it's got De Niro, and he's like, nice. um, chasing down, he's like a bounty hunter or something, I don't know, something like that. But he's I heard, nice. Yeah. So I heard De Niro, some some kind of Vegas, so the only De Niro Vegas movie I've seen was Casino, so I'm like, all right, we'll see how this there one you is. Go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for joining us on Movie Countdown. And we will see you in two days. This is Sean Connery shining off.